The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Allison Argyle, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get bonus show content and more at patreon.com slash that story show. I'm Hattie. You're listening to That Story Show in America. Hey! This is That Story Show, people. Hallelujah! Yeah. Hey, it was cooking pizza. I turned into a bat. I flew into this sweet house. <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> Hey, how you doing, podcast people? This is That Story Show, where we're telling hilarious real-life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 332, brought to you the week of February 27th, 2020. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Hi, I'm your co-host, John. Sunshine on my shoulder makes me happy. Aw. Are you having Sunshine. We have, I mean, it's the bluest, most beautiful sky I have seen in weeks. We have and, not uh, had good weather here in the Midwest, uh, in St. Louis. I woke up yesterday and there was snow everywhere. What? Yeah. And, uh, and then today it's just overcast. It's like huh. zombie apocalypse is what my wife calls it. It, it yeah. affects her. She has season, yeah. she has that seasonal affection disorder where she, Really gets attracted to the weather. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's unnatural. Seasonal affection disorder. <laughs> yeah. Seasonal <laughs> affection. She's like, wow, it is so hot out right now. It's just oh, so yeah, hot. So hot. <laughs> anyway, wow. we always start with an opening story. Uh, this one's called Chick fil A. Get it? It's like, yeah, Chick fil A. Hey. He says, I feel like I'm writing to the sons of Zebedee. Wonk, wonk, wonk. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Well, I really love the show, and I want to thank you for reading my story as the closer for the 2019 Narthex Con episode. And I went back and I listened to that, and it was a story about his dad scaring him to death after, unlo- <laughs> un- after he unloaded the rafters. 
that was the phrase he used. They were going on a trip and he was loading up the car and he realized he was loaded to the rafters and he had to go take a dump. <laughs> so episode three, 301 for those that might want to go back and relive that wonderful story. It's the last story in the entire episode. He says, I've worked at a Chick-fil-A for the past two years here in Niceville, Florida. Uh, isn't that where uh, they filmed uh, uh, Truman's show? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking I've heard of that name before. Yeah. I thought I knew somebody from there, but yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay. That's one of my favorite movies, by the way. He said, until last night, I had never encountered anything crazy, this crazy or disturbing. It was 930 at night, and my high school boys' soccer team had just won another game, and they always come to Chick-fil-A after their games. Needless nice. to say, it was busy. When you have 70 people come to eat 30 minutes before you close, you need to cook a lot of chicken. So That's right. After I was done frying all their chicken, I, I really had to go to the bathroom. So I rushed to the bathroom, and I saw a sign on the door that said it was closed for cleaning. So I knocked on the door and asked if anyone was there. No one answered me from inside. But one of the girls that I know from school happened to be sitting there and told me in a voice that sounded worried that there's a guy in there. Yeah, <laughs> there's the guy in the bathroom because, yeah. you know, that's uh, I guess I hope he was going to the men's room, right? Yeah, the men's room. Uh, but right. you don't say that unless it's a particular kind of guy, because if there's just a dude in there, you say, yeah, there's it's, it's open. There's somebody in there, though. But yeah, if there's a guy, then you're about to have an experience. And there's so he does. There's a guy in there. There's a guy in there. I just told you. I'm so worried. So I walk into the bathroom to discover a pretty heavy set homeless dude who was obviously drunk, standing oh. at the urinal with his pants down to his ankles. Ankles. Okay. Yeah. Cussing himself out because of his inability to urinate. It's pretty bad. Are you sure the guy was homeless? It's, I mean, it's pretty bad when you're too drunk to pee, or, or or so drunk if you can't tell if you need to pee or not. That's that's the two <laughs> debacles he was possibly in there. Uh, he pulled out his phone and he and he called some number and started leaving a message about his troubles. Then he hung up and started muttering to himself. I finished <laughs> up as quick as I could and I got back to the kitchen to close breading. I don't know what that why that sounds weird to me to close breading. I'm sure it just means I'm cleaning up the breading area, but breading station, you know where they they put the uh the the crispy goodness on top of the chicken before they throw it in the fryer. Oh, uh, okay. Well, it just sounds like sounds like when you say close breading, it it sounds like a secret password. I don't know. Well, <laughs> it is. It's a it's an internal Chick-fil-A yeah, term. Go back there and and uh turn left and then close breading. Um, one of the three things that the breader has to do is take out the trash and the cardboard compactors, uh, or to the comp cardboard compactors. So I collected all the trash and I put it in the compactor and I go to take it out and guess who is sitting by the back door, waving at people going through the drive through. That's right. It's the bathroom drunk man. I have to say that again in the pumpkin's voice. That's what I've been commanded to do. So that's right. The bathroom drunk man. How was that? Was that pretty good? <laughs> it's good. <laughs> the drunk man. Yeah. But at least his pants were pulled up this time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chick-fil-A. You should have just given him the cow head and let him earn some money while he was back there. 
<laughs> Here's a free sandwich, please. Uh, Just keep your go. pants on, please. That's all we that's all mm. we require. He eventually went off to the Walmart parking lot, and we got out of there safely. Love the show. This has been Christopher Tynan. P.S. <laughs> Niceville High School Boys soccer team is number one in the state of Florida and number three in the USA. Go Eagles. Well, well, well. I like how he threw that in. Yeah, yeah. Just remember, uh, when the fat man pees alone, close breading. It's, it's like and it's not over till he does. <laughs> it's not over. Not over till the fat man pees. Oh, goodness. Oh, anyway, let's do some weekly rewinding. All right. This is when we take the last seven days or so and try to find something about it that was funny or weird or, you know, of note. And, something that um, just did happen, that's all. That's right. So um, I'll go first because I've got two. Okay. And one of them happened last night and it's fresh and it's oh, weird it's... as crap. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Just going to tell you that right now. Weird as crap. Weird as crap, huh? You're going to remember. Cause... Now, just remember, I'm going to say it again. <laughs> it's weird as crap. And later on, I'm going to say it again, and you're going you're gonna to be like, yeah, he was absolutely right. All right? So my wife and I are sitting at it, and I, I should have been wearing my Talk Stupid to Me shirt, because this is one of those situations. We're sitting there <laughs> at the restaurant at McAllister's. We've eaten our food, and these two kids pile into the, to the, um, uh, the, the I don't know, the, the booth behind my wife. So they're right no, next okay. to us. Great. Awesome. We're old people. We're out on a date, sort of, kind of. You know, now we got these two rambunctious kids flying around. On McAllister's tables, they have these iron posts that are on little bases that have circles on the top. They give you a card when you order, and that's your order number. You stick it on top of this little, ba- you know, this little uh, metal stand. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that way they can find you. Well, the little girl behind my wife grabs this thing, pulls off the sleeve because there's an advertisement on it, and she and she turns around without any shyness at all, and she points it at me like she's threatening me. And so I'm like, <laughs> okay, I, I can I can have fun too like this. So I yeah. grabbed mine and I pointed at her, and she said, "No, you have to be naked." Whoa! And I'm like, I put it down. Oh. Okay. I ignored her and I'm like, we're done with that. We're done with that right there. Yeah, yeah that's uh, real quickly you stop. I'm immediately done talking to you, weird child. Like I said, <laughs> weird as crap. Well, it doesn't stop there because as I'm talking to my wife about how weird that is, she points hers back at me and she says, she says, I need you to be naked for me. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> what? What did I tell you? Weird oh. as crap. No, that's that's beyond weird as, as crap. That's oh that's really I'm gonna need bizarre. you to be crap. naked for me. You need to be naked for me. And I'm like, okay, let's go. We let's go now. Let's refill our let's drinks. Re- and get the heck out of McAllister's. So, <laughs> you, you know those kind of kids that don't know a stranger? They'll yeah. just—that's exactly what this was. It, yeah, she was probably in second or third grade. You know, so old enough to know better, but still, I mean, just crazy kid. 
And wow. uh, yeah, the parents came up and, and I, thankfully they didn't hear anything. Cause I pro I probably would have been yelled at. What are you talking about with my daughter? Yep, no. nothing i was gonna sword fight with her for the love of god and she turned <laughs> it playing. she what turned it into a nudist thing i don't know <laughs> so, i wonder what she's hearing at home i i don't either but i will never <laughs> erase the words from my mind of this little girl saying you need to be naked for me oh, oh gosh yeah. Don't even know how to respond to that. I, I uh, just didn't. I totally, like, I was so glad my wife was there. I was so glad I could just get up and leave. There were there were no other adults in the area. There was no one to give it a second thought. It was yep. just time to get the heck out of Dodge. And that's Let's what we did. right now. Ooh. That's, that's weird and scary. Weird but as But I'm really crap. glad that happened to you and not me. Dude. <laughs> weird as crap weirdest thing that has ever been said to me in my life and uh well, so definitely coming from a second grader yeah again i'm gonna say it one more time weird as crap weird as crap weird as crap so yeah, go ahead crap. Uh, go ahead there john bring us bring us the good stuff what do you got what's well, happened in I your have life one all right it's not been that weird and i got a ask for an apology i apologize in advance this is a little bit old but i, I forgot to say it last week so. that's fine uh so i you know work in a school here and uh and and i was on the fifth grade hall the other day and i, I had to go to the bathroom you know i just had to take a leak and um my apologies for that too but <laughs> uh, i'm there and 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 I'm going, doing my, my business, and uh, a fifth-grade guy walks in, and I broke the cardinal rule because all those kids know me, and so it's kind of weird to just stand there and not be awkward. But I communicated with somebody while standing at the urinal. You oh, know, the you're not supposed is, to do that. You're not even supposed to exist. Yeah. Uh, you know, if somebody's next to you, and it's one of those, those two-stall type things because there's not, you know, you can't have that, that courtesy stall between you because right. there's only two of them. And you know he's a fifth grader. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't know the rules yet. He doesn't know that you're not supposed to talk to people when you're standing at the urinal and stuff. And right. I say you know small talk. Hey, how's it going? Happy Friday. You know all that stuff. Because a couple of weeks ago it was Valentine's Day, right? So I just yeah. just said Happy Friday. And um, and he's like, he just says some stuff back, and then he says, it gets quiet for a few seconds, which is fine. You know, you expect it to do that, but yeah. And he's like, well. Happy Valentine's Day. I'm like, oh, <laughs> happy Valentine's Day. I forgot all about that. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I, we, we, we click quickly finished and, 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 and went our separate ways. Yeah. This is why you don't talk to other men in the bathroom. <laughs> this is why. So uh, hopefully he learned a lesson and you learned a lesson. I, don't know. I did. And and it re it reinforced the fact that it's a cardinal rule not to, to communicate with a person if they're in the the urinal next to you. I don't know if the rule still applies if you're like in stalls, you know, with complete. I, I don't talk to stuff, anybody. But. The only thing I do in the bathroom is if somebody's coming out as I'm going in, you might exchange an eyebrow raise. <laughs> like, like, sup you know or or thank you you know a brief thank you if they hold the door or something yeah. like that um and the oh the only other time i can think of is if everything is full and you walk in 
and you realize, oh no, there's a small line, which is very rare for us guys. Right. And you see that and you That's you have to look court. back and find where how many guys are waiting for that urinal that you just walked up on. And and you know, there's some shuffling and some <laughs> eye motion, but there's still no speaking. There's no right. talking. So there's there's no real eye contact in the men's room either. I mean, just so you know, it's I mean, I did not break that rule. You don't make eye contact with somebody if you're no if you're relieving yourself. No, you don't. So that's so for those of y'all who are younger of age and still learning that it's it's just it's an it's an un, unannounced unspoken rule. So right, just right. So, well, the more um, you know. My my other one is uh, is it 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 was almost uneventful, but my my daughter and I had gone to a Walmart and we were leaving the Walmart, and I found that there was a car parked so close to my truck that I could not open even open the door, much less move oh, through there. I don't know mm-hmm. how they didn't hit me. And so I, I literally said out loud, I'm like, there's no way. And, <laughs> and I said that because I assumed there was someone in the driver's seat and they would hear me, but the car was full of children. There was no less than five kids in there and the baby's waving at me and everybody, all the eyeballs are staring <laughs> at me and I, and I walk around and there's nobody in the car, but it's running for the heater, I guess. Oh. And, and I'm like. Well, this is going to happen. So I jumped into the car and I put it in reverse and I gunned it and I straightened that car out and (laughs) put it in place. No, I I didn't do that. <laughs> oh my goodness! I was about to. I was shocked over here. My eyes are wide open and my mouth is. I would open. never, but I wanted to so bad. I'm like, it was the only oh, solution I could that? think of because what did they do? What was I gonna do? You know, was I gonna have to wait? Because I I did walk around the car and I know they thought I was gonna get in that Joker, but um, I I uh, I ended up getting in through the the passenger side which was not wow. easy i'm a i'm no. a i'm a pretty big heavy set guy and uh there was there's no uh bench seating like there was in trucks back in the 90s you know in the 80s right That's so right. it's all different it was it was really hard to get over there but i and then even pulling out was a was a total uh just it was nerve-wracking yeah, because we were so right close. You. I'm like, Jay, look how close we are. And the kids are just looking at me three inches from my face while our cars are passing each other. It was weird. But I did wow. fantasize about jumping in there and moving that stupid car. <laughs> I sure did. Oh, man. I'm like, but just knowing my luck, I would get in there and this lady would have appeared out of nowhere. Yep. And, and she'd be holding a taser or something worse. Yep. Yeah, hit hit me over the head with a with a bottle of bourbon or something. So, mm. yeah. Oh, you were at that store. I'm sorry, I didn't. Know. <laughs> I said Walmart. I, they sell oh. it all. <laughs> yeah, they, they got everything. Um, oh man. Yeah, you, you're in Georgia. They don't sell hard liquor at grocery stores, but here they do. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a big deal here in the Midwest. Um, I live in a dry county too, so I mean, they don't even sell it on Sundays. Oh wow. Actually, they don't sell liquor at all in in Coweta, but uh, that's the, the crazy. County. That's south for you, man. Um, them old school values. 
So right. um, I want to mention real quick before we move on about NarthexCon. Um, some of you may have misheard uh, me make an announcement that was wrong at the end of the show last week. I said yeah. March 20th. I did change it, but so only about 1,700 of you heard it wrong. <laughs> sorry, 1,700 I, uh, Yeah, of you. sorry of you. Sorry, you guys. But the NarthX, NarthX Con 2020 is happening on June the 20th. And um, if you want more information, go to nlcast.com and uh, click on the banner that is at the top or, or go to uh, Facebook slash NarthexCon and uh, you will find out more information. Uh, basically, it's on Saturday, June the 20th, and we're trying to get a special featured guest to come. Yes. I haven't verified it yet, so I was hoping to be able to do announce it. But a couple special featured guests. I, I right? know, I know, but I know one of them's not going to come. So I'll go ahead and say I, I invited Perry Grip, but oh, I well, you need to send that picture of you and him together at, at Dragon know, Con. I Do know, I remember. I know, but he won't ever come. And I even offered to pay and everything. So we'll see. But um, uh, I I really want Ethan Nicole to come, and yeah. so we're trying. We're in the process of talking to him, and he's he wants to come. He's just trying to work it out because he's got a family and stuff. But he said his two kids are big fans of the show and that they might want to come as well. So awesome. that would be a, a, a deal maker if the kids could come. So, uh, deal maker. so anyway, because I'm sitting around thinking, how can I make Narthex Con even better for the people that come? Because all Narthex Con secretly is 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 a way for me and John to love on our people and yes. and to give you guys a chance to hang out with us and us to but mostly for us to hang out with you. It's all right about on. you. And so I was thinking, what can we do? What can we make how can we make it better? And I was thinking tote bags. We'll give away tote bags. I've heard people like tote bags at these conventions. Like you know stuff. Yeah. I'll, I'll make up some tote bags. But then I started thinking about guests and I was like, it would rock so hard to get Ethan Nicole to come. So the Ethan Nicole, that I would be know. so rad. I, I, I might even ask some o other, uh, past guest hosts to, to come. That would be even awesomer. So I think one of them is coming, isn't he? Um, Michael Prince. Yes, yes, yes. He's, he's yeah. Michael Prince host. is coming. Um, about wetting the bed on our show. I yeah. Think. <laughs> but, uh, it would be, it'd be really cool. But anyway, don't forget Narthex con, See if you can come out. It's uh, June the 20th. And uh, if you need more information, like I said, go to Facebook. Uh, and if you need more than that, just email me. Okay. Uh, that story show at gmail.com. And um, I want to thank our patrons. Uh, all of them, of course, every week deserve a lot of praise. But Drew from the Cellcast this week, he upped his pledge from $4 to $40. So he, nice. he what? Was, yes, I know. It's crazy. Uh, just, just awesome. out of the blue. And, uh, so he will, he will be joining our list of people that I read at the end of the show once, uh, next month ticks over and, uh, and that's really neat. It's really cool. Oh. We've got a couple of iTunes reviews. I'd like to read real quick. Uh, brought to you by mypodcastreviews.com. Daniel J. Lewis. He says, he says, how have I not written a review for this podcast before? I'll tell you how. 
We, we, you, you were in competition with me. You had, oh. <laughs> you used well, to have a competing show. I never competed, but, but, uh, I, and you know, you, you, you didn't leave a message because you, um, we were competition. And, uh, ah, so I'm the ramen noodle, the ramen noodle. That's right. And, and so, uh, that's why you never, why would you? But now I'm glad I'm glad we've uh, become friends online. It's it's great. Uh, he says I've been faithfully listening since uh, 2008, back in the old nobody's listening days, and I would uh, save each episode for when I could enjoy it, uh, or to uh, make hated tasks like mowing grass or shoveling snow enjoyable. Each episode mm. was like a sweet treat I wanted to savor. Um, during I'm getting hungry. Uh, during a recent rough time <laughs> in my personal life, I needed stuff that would make me smile. Sadly, that story show had been retired, but James had generously made the entire catalog of episodes available, so I re-downloaded them, and I got to enjoy classic episodes I'd never heard before. Uh, rehearing other episodes uh, re relive, re relive fun moments for me, and most importantly, so many of the stories made me laugh so hard. It was truly good medicine for my soul. James and John have a fantastic ability to make stories fun, and this man has an ex a fantastic ability to write reviews. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> they have a fantastic ability to make stories fun, and the memes that come from the show are proof that they are well-connected to their audience, whether it's the classic I Turned Into a Bat and Flew Away, the Narthex that inspired the live event name, or the more recent memes like Lemons Lemons and uh, Penny and a Nickel and a Dime and a Quarter. Um Nickel that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of cash. We share these <laughs> funny moments together as a community, and they make the rest of life funnier, too, as we see things re in real life that connect our experiences on the show. This is truly my all-time favorite podcast, and I listen to a lot of shows, including other comedy shows. Uh, and that comes to us from Daniel J. Lewis. So thanks, Daniel, from the bottom of my heart, man. That was heartfelt. Yeah. And uh, mostly we get uh, middle schoolers just writing random things. So <laughs> for somebody to craft something like that, 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 that means a lot. Um, like the, that belongs in a card, like a Hallmark card. Yeah, or something. it does yeah. with some beard oil, uh, strapped yeah. in there just for Brother fun. Brother John's. Brother John's beard oil. Um, Queen Alana sent us a review. I'm a middle schooler and my mom monitors everything. And I mean everything. So I'm glad for once she can trust me. And it's all thanks to you guys and your show because it's so funny. And I've listened to every episode like three times. I love your show, even though you guys are in your 40s, but you act like kids. Uh -oh. And yes, I put no punctuation on purpose. LOL. So there you go. There was no punctuation oh, in that entire review. So I love that. Uh, what does that say about our maturity level, though? Huh? I, I don't know. <laughs> it means we are relatable with I, the younger I crowds. I just love, she basically said, you we guys are old as dirt, but you're still funny. Because so. <laughs> you act like kids are yeah. immature. Yeah, we weren't We weren't that old in 2006 when we started this thing. So no, yeah. we were still in our 30s. We're just young little whippersnappers. All right, we got a listener of email. Actually, it's a voicemail. It came through email, though, so it counts as an email. Um, this one is from Stephen Forrester, and it's just some feedback he gave. I thought we might all like to hear it. Hey, James and John, this is Stephen Forrester. <laughs> just, I'm just listening to your newest episode, uh, episode 330, Blonde Kid Blow Up, and I, I got to the part of the story where uh, James tells that joke from that reader. 
who said or listener who says uh why did god make your butt crack vertical instead of horizontal <laughs> i i don't know why that struck me as so funny but i laughed so hard my stomach started hurting i had to stop the podcast and <laughs> work it all out of my system i'm still laughing about it i just i just thought you guys would like to know you blessed me today in a very special way so keep up the good work thanks for the the great laugh i guess that joke hit me right at my level god bless awesome. have a great day awesome we blessed him with a with a story about a butt crack who says uh, the lord works in mysterious ways doesn't he yes and amen well this show is brought to you uh by betterhelp.com is there something that interferes with your happiness or is it preventing you from achieving your goals do you struggle with stress relationships sleeping trauma grief family conflicts or self-esteem issues BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. And you can connect with a professional counselor in a safe and private online setting. You can get help in your own time and at your own pace. They have over 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists all across 50 states. And you can meet via text, chat, phone, or video in just under 24 hours. Convenient, professional, and affordable with financial aid available for those who qualify Best of all, that story show listeners get 10% off their first month with discount code that story show. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash that story show, fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. Um, that's betterhelp.com slash that story show. And I want to say, um, I'm using them. And I have had three sessions with my counselor so far. And um, it has been absolutely amazing. She's got me reading a book. She's already helped me get uh, better sleep at night. Um, awesome. Yeah, it, it's uh, I'm I'm able to talk through because many people know that I deal with bipolar, depression, and anxiety. And I've always meant to get counseling, but I've just never I've never wanted to get off my butt and do it. And this uh, offer made it so easy. And uh, so I'll say uh, oh, cool. with with all my heart that I believe in this in this uh, this company and what they're doing, and they are real counselors. And uh, you can choose Christian counseling if you want or not. Um, you know they have tons of options for you out there. So uh, check it out, see if it's for you. That's super cool. I question. So is it like video or did I ask this already? They can, like you can do video. Um, I've Video chosen just, to do yeah. it over the phone, uh, okay. because I'm, I'm, cool. I'm usually not, uh, put together enough to be on a, a video call because right. I schedule mine, uh, pretty much right after I wake up in the morning. So I'm, so I'm fresh. Uh, but, you but you can do it. We, we also chat with each other during the week and she'll check in on me and see how I'm doing. And I write, respond back. She'll send me. Um, a, a journal that she wants me to fill out on gratefulness and, and, and quizzes sometimes that just kind of, you answer questions about yourself and she gets a better idea of what, how you connect with people and just, you know, it's That's just, cool. it's totally dependent on what you need and they match you with people that, that are experts in those areas. That's what the questionnaire's for at the beginning. And, um, they fit you with, they even ask you if you want a guy or a girl or does it matter? And I chose a female because it matters to me. So um, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't want some dude for some reason. I just was because like, 
like they're judging you. I I would feel like you. I got dad issues, man. I'm not talking about dad issues with a man. So <laughs> he, he might he might yell at me. I don't know. I'm scared of dads. So there we go. So check it out. Uh, I I truly believe in these folks because they're they're helping me right now as I Rad. speak. So anyway, let's do some featured stories. Let me tell y'all a story. All right, this one's called Permit Driver Disaster from Jared in Anaheim, California. He says, this past Monday, I was off for President's Day. Well, it was a work-from-home holiday anyway. Mid-afternoon, I decided it was a good time to make a run to the grocery store over the hill for basically two things that we wanted on our dinner plans. As I'm sitting in the left turn lane... At the red light, leaving our neighborhood, I see an SUV to my left making a right onto my street. And it's immediately obvious to me that they are turning way too wide. A moment later, they crunch right into my front end and end up pushing me around to my right with their grill staring right at me through the side window. Yeah. So as I then find myself having to brake to keep from driving myself into the curb, that was then not not in front of me. Instead, a lane away and on the right side where it belonged. When all of us, when all of us get our cars separated and pulled safely to the side, I'm faced with a hysteric teenage girl apologizing ten ways from Sunday. Apparently, <laughs> appar- I've heard that expression in a while. Yeah, <laughs> apparently the issue was that she didn't know what to do when she realized her lane was closed for construction on the other side of the intersection. So instead of trying to stop and potentially hitting some plastic pylons, she tried to make a right turn she wasn't prepared for coming down a hill in a giant SUV. It seems her mother, the supervising licensed driver, hadn't made sure she saw the signs alerting drivers to the approaching construction zone. The car we had had for less than six months is now officially totaled. Oh, man. So here he goes. So James and John, or James now and John in a few years, when you're helping your teen learn to drive, be sure you encouragingly point out the helpful signs along the side of the road. They contain important information for drivers. He says, in case the tone is lost in this text, I'm writing this mostly with a chuckle and a smile. Take care, <laughs> and thanks for all the great content, Jared Fram, Anaheim. Yeah, you're oh, saying man. it with a smile, but there's a little bit of sauce in there mixed yeah, in there. Yeah, you just been... Totaled by a teen. Yeah, this PSA. And, and I should add. PSA. Johnny, Johnny's ready to drive now, so I mean, <laughs> PSA, go for it. Oh no, this PSA brought to you by a member-supported that story show by Jared in in Anaheim. So yeah. Now we Man, we established last week that guys that uh, shouldn't drive or can't drive shouldn't drive. Remember the golf cart incident with the kid, <laughs> yeah. the kid that thought he had gone through all of his options but had not thought of the brake pedal that's that's what yeah. scares me about my daughter is she'll be doing so well but then she gets freaked out and she's like where's the brake and i'm like oh ah, ah, ah. uh, it's the one next to the gas yeah so he's mad though he's mad at all teen drivers even all of them even ours who aren't even all driving learners. yet he's he's mad yep. can't cover it up but it's all right we love you jared and i'm sorry man i'm sorry somebody hit your car I am too. It stinks. Thanks for thanks for sending it in. You know, because we do ask for funny stories, but we also say, hey, if something embarrassing and crazy and depressing happens to you, send that junk <laughs> into 
<laughs> we'll help, we'll help you. We'll help you vent to thousands of people. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> this um, voicemail is titled "Ladies Meet Todd." All right, you'll see why in just a second. I just, I just want you ladies to meet Todd. Todd's a special young man. Hey guys, this is Todd from Fort Worth, Texas. Stuckers, and I just had a quick little story for you. Uh, a few days ago, I was watching my son who is three months old, while my wife took a little break and uh, went to do a, went and, and ran a few errands. Uh, this was probably the third time that she had left me alone with him. And <laughs> I'm just going to say up front that I don't like changing diapers. What guy does, right? Oh, But yeah. Uh, and <laughs> what mom does too. But uh, right, I don't like go. changing diapers. I have never changed any diapers. And yeah. in my 35 years of life, I've never changed a diaper before ever. Oh. And this does include my three-month-old son. Okay, we're going to pause right there. All right. <laughs> so, ladies, I want you to meet Todd, the man that doesn't <laughs> change diapers. <laughs> 35 years of life, and I've not changed a diaper yet. Proud of it. to. Proud of it. Well, guess what? You know, God does have a sense of humor. Let's see how this story goes down. Uh, I know. Jump all over <laughs> me. I get it. Oh, I understand. Again? <laughs> but, uh, so this had continued up until this point. Uh, but while she was gone, I was holding him, and he had kind of gotten a little cranky, and he was getting a little uh, he was getting a little fussy. So I stood up and was walking back and forth with him. Just trying to quiet him down and keep him occupied mm. until Mama could get home and you know take care of him. Mm. <laughs> and <laughs> while I was walking back and forth with him, I heard the distinct sound of uh, him uh, relieving himself. Let's just put it that <laughs> Say way. Say it. <laughs> and so I didn't really think much of it, and I was just like, "Well, I guess uh, you know his mom will be back in a couple minutes, and she'll be able to take care of him <laughs> nope. whenever she gets back." So I was, I was holding him in my left arm, and I, my arm was getting a little tired, so I decided, okay, I'm going to move him over to my right arm. And so I did, and I moved him over to my right arm, and when I looked down at my left arm, that's when I saw the distinct sight of a, a brown and greenish... Um, you can't even say it. ...spot. Let's just put it that <laughs> it's way. It's called pooping. ...on my arm. And I instantly realized what this was, and I was like, wonderful. This is going to be great. So I look down at my arm, I see that, and then I proceed to look down on my shirt even further, and I, I saw it, it had continued <laughs> down to my shirt, and I looked down a little bit further and realized it continued on down to my shorts so nice. yeah we had quite a mess going on here and i'm realizing okay uh my son has initiated me and he has given me the wonderful gift of uh emptying emptying himself onto my clothes and blowing Baptized out his diaper poopy. completely uh and as i'm moving around i'm looking at his legs and i don't see anything on his legs or anything like that <laughs> Then I happen to lift up his onesie, and that's when I realize he has completely blown out his diaper out the back, up his back, up the and back. completely covered oh, his and filled his onesie man. with this uh, wonderful, mm, you know what, warm brown. So I'm holding him, trying to figure out what in the world am I going to have, to, what am, what am I going to do? And 
how long is she going to be gone? <laughs> oh, no. What do I do? That's what he's thinking. Yeah. <laughs> what do I do? I have a perfect record here. <laughs> so anyway, sorry. And I, I, so to make a long story short, I'm, I, I have him, lay, I, I lay him into the bath. I, I take him to the bathtub. I'm completely, I strip myself down first and then strip him <laughs> yep. down completely. And I'm holding him in one arm while trying to clean him up in the other arm and, yeah, it, it was it was quite the experience. So my first time wow. ever changing a diaper uh, was quite the experience. So yeah, hope you enjoyed that, and yeah, y'all have a great day. So ladies, now that you have met Todd, <laughs> I, I don't think this was an accident. I I am I'm a little suspicious. I think the wife set him up. She's like, you don't do yeah. diapers. You don't do diapers, huh? I'm loading them up on fruit juice and heading to Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. I just changed them just a few minutes ago, yeah. and I'm going to leave. I'll be back in just a few minutes, I promise. Oh, my gosh. You know a new mom. She needs every minute is like it's like golden. Well, I, I love how he says she takes a break, and, and it's running errands. It's like, <laughs> ladies, <Yeah>. meet Todd. Running errands. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, that um, that's a great story. And, and, you know, if we can learn anything from it, it's this. If you're, if you're baptized in, in poopy, the best thing is to just go get in the shower and yeah, yeah. wash thyself clean. Both yeah, of you. Both that's, of you. That's how I did it, at least. Gosh, I'll never forget my wife and, and me were um, sitting at a dinner table at some restaurant. We were meeting with a couple of listeners, <laughs> and the, my son puked perfectly down Ooh. her shirt to where <laughs> it was covering her, but you Ooh. couldn't see any of it from outside because <laughs> it, it had just gone <laughs> down her neck and just covered everything and and, oh. and it just so happens that the the listener was taking a picture oh no and i so we have a photo of this exact moment where this white stream <laughs> is leaving my son's lips going down the uh that down the collar of the shirt and my wife's face she hasn't quite realized it yet and it's just kind of a random uh face you know so anyway that's the best the, the pictures snapped at just the right moment. Those yes. are always awesome. And he's, he, he was happy. He was happy to share it. And I'm like, dude, don't you dare share this with anybody but me. Because <laughs> she'll kill us all. She will. She, she's a sweet lady, but she's a murderess. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, I got a story to read for you. Awesome. You want to hear it? I do. It's called Extra Crunchy Popcorn. And James, I just want you to know, I like popcorn, so I hope you didn't pick a nasty, gross story for me to read because I like popcorn. You'll see. This yeah. comes to us from Noobs of the Universe. Oh, wait, it's not addressed to me, so I'm not going to read it. Just kidding. It says, hey, James, I have another story for you, and this one is a little gross. Thanks, James. Thanks. <laughs> this happened just the other day. I was in my room getting ready for bed, and I saw something on the ground. For some context, my parents got me some vanilla candy-coated popcorn as a treat. And I had it up in my room with me, see? The candy coating made the popcorn look shiny, so it didn't really look like popcorn at all. 
What I saw on the ground looked like a small piece of dropped popcorn. So I picked it up and I ate it. I just want to let that soak in for a second. Yeah. Because <laughs> you picked it up. Hey, that looks like popcorn. I'm going to eat it well, off the floor. Look what he says there. <laughs> he says, eating off the floor is generally not a good idea, but I did it anyway. Generally not a good idea. How about never a good idea? <laughs> Ever. It's my floor, man. I'm going to eat the popcorn off of it. Oh, I want to. Gosh. It looks like popcorn anyway. So, however, as soon after biting down on it, I realized it was not delicious popcorn. It was a tooth. <laughs> it was a tooth. <laughs> What's a tooth doing on the floor? <laughs> he ate a tooth. <laughs> he ate a stinking tooth, dude. He chomped down on an incisor oh. with his own teeth. It was tooth on tooth action, man. That's got to be the worst. It's like two, <laughs> two seashells rubbing together, man. It's just terrible. <laughs> It's the worst sound, you know, just the squeak. It's like chalkboard, uh, nails on a chalkboard. Uh. Sorry, my teeth are now numb, so I don't think I can finish reading the story. <laughs> More specifically, what it wasn't just any tooth. More specifically, it was my sister's oh, tooth yummy. that she had lost yummy. earlier that week. <laughs> This was disgusting on its own, but what's more gross is the fact that her tooth was in my room because we don't share a room. Hope you like my story. Have a good day. Yeah, I don't know what to say about this one. I, I, I mean, I'm, I've got all sorts of questions like, why is it in your room? Yeah. Why is that even grosser than the fact that you picked up a tooth off the floor? How did a tooth chewed it up? How did a tooth survive that long? Where's the tooth fairy in all this? Is this supposed to be like the night after? The tooth is supposed to be gone. Supposed to be. Tooth fairy got a piece of popcorn instead. I don't know. The, the tooth fairy must be into pranking now. That's what it is. That's like, good. Hey, guess what? Because I've always imagined a tooth fairy to be a man. Uh, oh, like, like a like a fat bald plumber type dude in in a tutu. That's what I always told my kids. Like, really? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> is the tooth fairy coming tonight? I don't know. I'll call, text him, and tell you you lost a tooth. And she, they would always just kind of get kind of quiet, like him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I kind of ruined the tooth fairy for him. I'll admit it. Yeah. So maybe maybe he saw that snack and he's just like, yeah, heck yeah. Mm. And, I hope you like caramel covered teeth. What cartoon character was it that eats teeth? There was some. I like a gross one. Yeah. I, I don't remember if it was uh, teen, teen, uh, uh, teen Squad or something like that, but uh, I don't remember, but it was, he ate teeth. It was weird. Anyway. Ate teeth. Yeah. Uh, not Tiny Toons. It was, uh, what's the one with Batman and Robin and and, and all that? Teen Titans? Teen, Teen Titans, Titans, yeah. I think they, they had a character that was stealing teeth. And, like uh, a bad guy? Yeah, hopefully? like a bad guy. Okay. And, he, and he was right. eating teeth. I'll have to ask James. He's a big fan of that. So, so. gross. So anyway, this, this story is, comes to us from Sarah. It's called Free mm. Head Massage. It says, I have an embarrassing story that, you might be able to use. So about a month ago, I was at my older brother's concert with my family. And after the concert, there were refreshments such as cookies and drinks. And my little brother was thirsty. So me and my sisters, our sister took him over to the drinks and we got him one. 
and sent him back over to the parents. About one second later, a boy the exact same size and height as my brother walked up to get a drink. And in case you don't know, I don't have a memory. So I <laughs> kind of thought it was my brother forgetting that I had just sent him back to the parents. So I do what is natural in my family. And I put my hand on his head <laughs> well, as he turns around to leave with his drink. drink I, I looked down and I expect to see my little brother, but it wasn't him. It was another kid that had walked up for a drink <laughs> and only a drink. I guess he didn't know that drinks come with a free head massage when you're around me. <laughs> my sister and I still laugh when this comes to mind. Thanks for the show. Keep it up. Keep it up, Sarah. So we will keep uh, it up. Sarah, thank you. And you know what? A head massage sounds nice right now, I so just, I think I'll go get myself a drink from Sarah's house. <laughs> Sarah's house, there's, there's a line out out the door. I just love <laughs> how the kid accepted the head touch. He's like, right. I'm just thirsty, but I am willing to endure this for the satisfying refreshment of a cool drink. So, yeah, yeah. Sarah's yeah. sodas and head massages. In, in the court, this kid was asked about it, and all he knows is he's like, she gave me a drink, and it was really touching. So... <laughs> Touching drink. Get it? Yeah. You liked it? Touching drink. It's funny. Help. <laughs> <Don't>. <laughs> uh, would you point to the young lady? I have no memory. I don't remember which one. Okay. Yeah. This comes to us from Sawyer. And uh, Sawyer, it's uh, it's called Don't Run From Math. Uh, he, he named <laughs> it that. So don't run from math. Here we go. Hey, James. Hey, John. Hey. It's Sawyer King. I've been listening since episode 200, and I just want to send in a story. This story is called Don't Run Away From Math. <laughs> so I was homeschooled, and I'm still homeschooled, and we were about to do math, and I was running away because I didn't want to get – I didn't want to do math. So does? my – we have a closet that has sheets and um, <laughs> towels and stuff. So I ran in there, and I closed the door, and I heard a <laughs> – and what it was, was my finger popped, like the bone came out and some like little flesh came out. And I, I didn't notice it until I looked, I came out of the closet and I looked at my finger. My finger was bleeding everywhere. This is bad. So my, my sister was in there. I was like, Nora, let's call her Lucy, actually. Lucy, mom. So mom came in and she was like, oh, don't worry. It's just a little, it's just a little cut. We get it. She got, she, um, came back in uh, and then she bit my finger backwards. Oh, ah, like, oh yeah. Sir, sorry. We need to take you to the hospital. And my oh. face turned as pale as a polar bear in a snowstorm. <laughs> I mean, my face was super pale. So when we got to the hospital, we dropped all of our family off at oh, a friend's house and we got to the hospital. Uh, and I was like, okay. oh, man, they're going to cut my finger off. He's my dad. <laughs> Every time I hurt, my, I hurt anything, he said, oh, I guess we got to cut your finger off. I, got, I guess we got to cut your leg off or something. And um, long story short, my finger grew weirdly, but it's better. Nothing came out except for a piece of flesh. All right, hope you guys like this story, and see you guys later. Oh, I love it. Oh, guess we're, guess we're <laughs> going to cut it off. <laughs> He was afraid because I can't remember how many times I've told my kids I would just let's, let's just cut it off. No, he believed it. <laughs> You're just gonna cut my finger cut off. It off. Okay, there's a missing spot. There's a missing part to this story because he's he's running away yeah. from math, 
He ends up in uh, a, a laundry closet. What do they call yeah. those? Uh, what do you call Linen those? closet. Linen closet. Yeah. And then suddenly his finger is broken. <sighs> so sheets and towels are apparently his kryptonite. <laughs> He's the world's worst superhero. <laughs> sheets and towels. And has no powers and a terrible weakness. Laundry. Laundry. So. Just I am laundry man. Stay away from fitted sheets, buddy. Because don't throw those dryer vent things at me either. See, he, we just we missed the part where what what broke your finger? Because otherwise, I, otherwise, I I'm thinking it was a a tiny little four way folded uh, washcloth. That's what I'm I think. gonna. Yeah, that's what it was. It was he pushed his hands into the towels too quickly, and it and it did that. I love how he, he said definitely that, didn't get it stuck in the door by there, any means. There was a little bit of flesh. I love how he kept saying that too. Just a little just bit of flesh. Little, that's all I lost was just, a little bit of flesh. Just a little bit of flesh. That's all. Well, well, when you think somebody's gonna cut something off, a little bit of flesh is is it doesn't seem like a big deal. So I wonder if he's got a finger, a witch finger, like uh, our other listener. Who, uh, man, he said it grew weird. They don't know. Grew weird. I don't know. Maybe. Sawyer, that was a great story. It was, man. The way you told it was excellent. So call don't anytime. Uh, anytime. Uh, polar, polar, wider than a polar bear in a, in a snowstorm. Wider <laughs> like, than a polar bear's face in a snowstorm. <laughs> it's pretty white, dude. That's a lot of white. It's <laughs> hey. the whitest thing I've ever heard. Oh, <sighs> man. I got some Cambodian ice cream for you. You want to hear about it? I do. Tell me a story about Cambodian ice cream. This comes to us from just another missionary kid. Oh, just another, so, just another missionary kid. Apparently, we've got uh, we've got a whole subgroup of of listeners who are missionary kids. We so love them is, from, because we get one. to hear stories from Taiwan and all over the world. Yeah, these, these are awesome. This is Cambodian ice cream. Thank you so much for all your hard work and lighthearted storytelling. If she only knew, <laughs> I work with kids on a daily basis. And I'm a youth group leader, so a lot of the stories you share are so relatable. I've listened for a couple of years now, and your podcast has brought a lot of joy to me, especially on days that aren't so great. I recently remembered, because of all your Cambodia rat stories, <laughs> a story of when I was in high school and thought it might give you a laugh. So here we go. I was a missionary kid, and uh, for part of my childhood, I lived in Cambodia. Huh. My parents worked in rural areas, and I would often go with them. My siblings and I stuck out like sore thumbs because of our blonde hair and our height. So whenever we would go out, all sorts of comments about how we looked were being thrown our way. One day, we were in a village and I overheard two college-aged guys talking about how huge I was. <laughs> and I wondered what I ate. And they were wondering what I ate to get so big. Now, as a 15-year-old girl, this is definitely not what you want to hear. I'm sure they thought they were being sneaky, though, because they were speaking in Khmer. Little did they know, I was fluent. <laughs> and as they were talking about my size, I turned around and looked at them in the eye, and I said in Khmer, all I eat is ice cream. <laughs> Their jaws dropped, and my friend near me shrieked with laughter. I don't know if they tried my diet, but hopefully they learned some manners. Thanks, guys. Just another missionary kid. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. And I love that too. And that, first of all, it's impressive that she knows another language fluent enough to be able to, you know, mouth off to the locals. Yeah, who are I'm not even fluent her. in English, much less, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> much less Kamar or whatever you said. Kamar. Kamar. I think that's how it's okay. pronounced. Kamar. Yeah. 
That's crazy. Yeah, That's but, so but not only that, but she had the perfect timing. Those, yeah. th- those kind of moments, I, I don't get those moments. I, well, I have them, but I never think of the perfect thing to say at the time. It's always, I would have been like, I guess just because you're so small. And then later, <laughs> later, I would have thought about the ice cream bit. But she, exactly. yeah. she, she had the shock down. She had the, the right thing to say. It was amazing. Man. I, I, she should start. I imagine those two college students went off and started a Cambodian infomercial that you, <laughs> you too can be like this with our new ice cream only diet. Ice so, cream only. So get, get huge. Get huge like an American 15 year old. So, yeah. Anyway, with blonde hair. With blonde hair. Um, we have one more voicemail, and it's from Daniel J. Lewis, who we heard from earlier. So uh, let's see what he's got to say. Hi, James. Oh, wait. It's called Sale by Owner. And John, this is Daniel J. Lewis from hey. the Audacity to Podcast. Your recent conversation about selling houses and realtors and visiting houses reminded me of a time <laughs> that I looked at this house, and the owner was a real jerk. <laughs> I went there with my realtor, and we got there. The, the house was, I think, for sale by owner, maybe. And, and this, this owner, just being like this, this arrogant jerk, wanted to be there, present <laughs> oh, for everything. Because this house is for sale by owner, by God. So no realtors <laughs> allowed kind of thing. And yeah. so we get there, yeah. and my realtor knocks on the door. The owner comes to the door, and he's very kind and such, and, and welcomes us all in. And my realtor says something to him like, um, would you like to step outside? Kind of telling him, step outside, but putting it in a nice, polite way of a question. But that realtor uh, was met with an equal polite response of, no, that's okay. I'll stay inside. Something like that. And and this it ended up being this really awkward situation with this mm-hmm. jerk homeowner trying to sell his house <laughs> when the realtor it. is there and I'm there and wanting to look through the house but this guy is just there kind of hovering not not so much hovering but also kind of giving a tour it's like come on dude we can look around the house ourselves yeah, we don't need the owner showing us around the house and trying to convince us whether to buy this house because we're going to make our decision on our own whether exactly. we want to buy this yeah. house. We don't need you, the jerk owner, to show us around the house of, <laughs> oh, yes, this is a closet. Oh, I didn't know that. You put clothes in here? No way. This is the bathroom? I know this is Kentucky, but wow, you have a bathroom. <laughs> that's incredible. It's inside. It wasn't dude. quite like that, but that's what it kind of felt like. Or at least I imagine so. Because the jerk in this story was me. Oh, no! <laughs> when the realtor came with potential buyers for my house. Oh. Thanks for oh, the show. I think it was. <laughs> Thanks for laughing at my jerkness. Oh, man. <laughs> so, oh, what a twist. Oh, what a, what twist. a twist. He became the LBB. That's, <laughs> that's the LBB sound. So, we have to play that whenever. Oh, man. In our chat room too oh daniel. oh so, daniel that is weird that you would admit i mean i guess you're just coming clean because <laughs> yeah we, i've been there with those kind of guys and 
um, there was one house in particular we were going to look at, and this man had a, uh, I guess, an impressive amount of Cardinals memorabilia, like hats and trophies and posters and all kinds of stuff, and he wouldn't um, leave the house. No, yeah, he didn't want somebody stealing his stuff. Because he didn't want somebody stealing his stuff. And, and he didn't want to put it in storage and, either, and, apparently. And, and huh? so we uh, we we ended up not looking at that house because I was like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be treated like a thief, you know? Yeah. Well, well, right. Walk, as I as I walk through the door, I'm being watched, you know. And secondly, I could care. I'm the last person in the world that's going to steal anything sports related because I could right. care less about sports. So oh, anyway, man. so Daniel, thanks for getting that off your chest, man. Yeah, that was that was good. I mean, that that really was a twist. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I was like, man, he's really being harsh with this dude. <laughs> he's a total jerk. That's ah, a big, huge jerk. Well, that is our show for today, guys. Do you have a funny story? Maybe one about a drunk guy who could make a phone call while peeing but can't manage to pee? Uh, maybe you have one about a permit driver running you down like she's the driving grave digger. I don't know. Do you have one about a baby just... Uh, revenge pooping all over your life how about what popping your sister's tooth in your mouth like it's a tic tac yeah mm, yummy do you have one about giving free drinks that come with a bonus scalp massage do you have a story about a fitted sheep breaking your phalanges do you have one <laughs> perfectly telling off a bunch of college boys in their native language or maybe you have one about being a jerk to your realtor who knows whatever you've got send your stories email or audio to that story show at gmail.com and if we used your story today we owe you a sticker email us your address thatstoryshow.com is the website review us on apple podcast or wherever you listen to us and thanks to our patrons for your support with special thanks to our producers james spangler jennifer kennison eric kube dave o'keefe Yanu Streisbeck and Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash that story show. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or gross or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, just think, hey, this belongs on that story show. Hey, and I also want to tell you about Sorta Kind of Superpowered. It's a book that I wrote and I'm releasing as a podcast. So go to Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts Look up Sorta Kinda Superpowered and start listening today. Thanks, John, for a great show, man. Thanks, James. Always a pleasure. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.